0: Welcome to the Innovate CT podcast. I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Jessica Fitzgerald, the assistant principal of Pathways Academy of Technology and Design. And thanks for making the time to, to talk with us, Jessica. I know you're, you're busy with the end of the school year, so I appreciate you making time for us.
1: You're welcome. And
0: I would love to, uh, if you could introduce yourself to the guests, uh, You know who you are, what you do, and a little bit about
1: yourself. Sure. So I am, uh, like you said, assistant principal at Pathways Academy of Technology and Design. I've been the assistant principal there for this past year. And prior to that, I was the mandate theme coach or also known as like an instructional coach for the past three years. I've been with Hartford Public Schools for you know almost 12 years now as an English teacher, intervention specialist, um, coach, and now as an assistant principal. And I've really started my teaching career at Pathways as an English teacher. So it's really been fun to see everything come full circle with Pathways um, from the beginning of when you know, Pathways started exploring internships and work-based learning, and kind of seeing all of that come uh, come out to life.
0: So, could you share how you know what is Pathways? It's it's it, I would say it's definitely not your typical high school. So, could you kind of give a little color on what is Pathways? What school system is it a part of, and what makes it different from your standard your standard Connecticut high school?
1: Sure. So, Pathways is a part of the Hartford Public Schools. It's one of the magnet high schools, and it's under the um, Connecticut court-ordered Chef versus O'Neill uh, Supreme Court case um, for school desegregation. So, back in the early '90s, there was this lawsuit filed that Connecticut schools were segregated, or particularly the Hartford schools were segregated. And um, you know, the the plaintiffs won this lawsuit, and and basically the you know the state ruled that. Hartford and the greater Hartford area had to create schools that would attract um, suburban students to help desegregate the Hartford public schools. So Pathways is a part of that network of, of Chef versus O'Neill schools. So our, our, our kind of mandate is that we have 75 percent of our students are, you know, either, um, you know, black or Hispanic. And then the, uh, we have to have 25 percent be white, um, Asian. You know, or what they call reduced isolation. So that's really kind of our quota. And, you know, we're one of many schools that help to you know, desegregate, you know, the greater Hartford area. So, you know, that's what, you know, certainly one area that makes us unique from a lot of the other schools in Connecticut is that we're really set up for this for this integrated school system um, for racial integration. And, you know, another piece about Pathways that's really unique is that we are what's called a NAF school. Um, and that is a network of academies throughout the country that have very specific, you know, theme curriculum and all sorts of things that go with it, like an industry advisory board. So I'll explain a little bit more. So pathways is a Academy of information technology. NAF has about five different themes like culinary, hospitality, engineering. One of those themes is Academy of information technology. And that's what we are. So we have um, specialized classes in digital video and media, programming, mobile apps, computer science, uh, advanced manufacturing, uh, and all sorts of areas, graphic design. And so we have a curriculum from NAF in in these areas like database, networking, graphic design. And we also have what's called an industry advisory board. So at Pathways, we have a a group of about 20, 25 professionals that meet every month. And we make sure that our curriculum is up to date, meeting industry-based standards, they help us with events around work-based learning. Uh, that's another component of being a NAF school is that you have a work-based learning program where students receive paid internships from local area businesses that specify in that theme. You know, for, for us, it's information technology. So every year, we send out about 125 students on paid internships at local companies like Traveler, Cigna, the Hartford, Aetna, and students are out there taking what they've learned in the classroom In the areas of information technology and design and they're applying it to a a real job in the industry and they're also getting paid so all these different uh areas that i mentioned you know really make pathways a a very unique place to be we have many partners that really support us travelers being one of them and all, you know, many different um, lo- local companies that help provide these internships. And they also come out and they coach our students and really add a very professional business-like element to the school.
0: And, and now, you know, I asked you to explain that because it really is quite a bit different from a standard high school. I want to I touch on one thing, just in case listeners don't, don't know what this means. The idea of a magnet school, when you, when you started back at the beginning, how do how do how do the students get into the school? Is it because I know you take students from all different types of towns, uh, you know, around the Hartford region. How does that process work?
1: So there's a, there's what they call the regional school choice lottery. So um, it really starts in the, you know, in the beginning of the fall where we go out and we recruit students from all sorts of places. You know, we do um, recruiting fairs where we set up tables and high school gyms and parents are invited and they get to come and learn about the school's. Um, We do open houses, things like that. So people learn about who we are. And then usually around November 1st, the lottery opens. So parents have to go online uh, to the regional school choice website and they have to submit an application and there they get a chance to, you know, rank any of the magnet schools as a first through a fifth choice. And then the lottery just ran actually for us this week. But the lottery runs typically, you know, in the beginning sometime in May Uh, and then then, this, then people find out if they received a placement, you know, in one of the schools. So, in got order it, okay. to yeah, in order to get into the magnet schools, they got to go into the lottery. Another and, another and, and, you, and, little and, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go oh,
0: ahead. No, no, and, and so the the students are made up of students from Hartford and then many of the surrounding towns around Hartford is the way I understand it.
1: Exactly. So we have a we have a pretty even split of 50 percent um, Hartford students and 50 percent suburban students, and most of our no, we're, we're taking now from over 40 towns, you know, around the area. Uh, wow, that's far awesome. out. Yeah, it's a Broadbrook, uh, very far out places. And we have a really unique partnership with one of the other middle schools in Harvard Public Schools called Batanza STEM. So if students go to Batanza STEM, which is like a fifth through eighth grade school, they get a preference to our school. So we take about 70 students from that school, you know, every year now.
0: Wow, okay. You were about to say something else when I asked that question. What was was your, uh, what did you want to highlight?
1: That was about what I was going to tell you about the partnership we have with this middle school, which is new to us. Because a lot of, sometimes the magnet schools are, some of them now are K through 12, 6 through 12. We're a 9 through 12 school. So now we have this great partnership with the middle school where, you know, parents can, you know, start in fifth grade, send their child to Batances, and they know that down the line they'll get into Pathways. Yeah, that, that's
0: that's really phenomenal. So I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, you mentioned quite a few things with the NAF Academy and the Industry Advisory Board. I want to talk a little bit about what you do for the students around the you know some of the innovative things you guys do with getting getting students internship experiences and and really not just college ready, but really I would say career ready would probably be the better way to describe it.
1: Right. You know, so um, we really start as early as freshman year, even coming into Summer Bridge where students in the summertime, they do a week long experience with us where they learn all about, um, you know, our e-portfolios and they get a chance to do some professional preparation and do some like elevator pitches and get used to public speaking to really help prepare them for, you know, getting out there eventually and doing presentations. So we start freshman year, we do a career day. We bring in all sorts of professionals. So they learn about different careers in IT and design. And then we take sophomores on job shadow day. In between that time, all of our advisory classrooms start working on student resumes, cover letters. That way they're, they're getting all of their experiences down on paper, you know, and they're, you know, I always thought about what are we, how are we going to fill a freshman's, you know, resume? You know, but when they're in classes like web design and programming, they can talk about the software that they've been using and that that they've mastered, right? And all of the different um, experiences they have in those classes, we're able to build, you know, their resume from there. So when it comes to sophomore year and junior year, when they're out there applying for internships, they have a lot that they're able to talk about from the projects uh, and work that they do in their classes, you know, and we have some really great programs that help get students ready as early as their freshman year we have a great entrepreneurship program over the summer where students going from freshman to sophomore year can participate in it's a six week program they learn about advanced manufacturing digital video and media and entrepreneurship all together because they're creating products for clients. Uh, So, for instance, if travelers or if another one of the businesses want um, a keychain, you know, they can actually produce the keychain at school with our equipment. And then they'll learn about how they're going to market it and how they're going to give the pitch to the client, you know, and how they kind of bring the client along in the build, you know, throughout the time. So they're learning those skills really early on. And this summer, we're going to have a programming lab. Um, at Upward Hartford, where the students are going to get program experiences from one of the companies. They're actually going to be at Upward Hartford in downtown Hartford, and there'll be about six to eight students working on that project. We also have a new partnership with Asnuntuck Community College, where students can have been getting, um, once a week, they've been going to Asnuntuck, and they've been getting a certification in either welding, machining, Um, or other areas of advanced manufacturing. And when when they're done with this year, they can continue on to finish their certification program at Asnuntuck. And so all of these great partnerships, again, connect back to our classroom curriculum, you know, where we have a robotics class where they're learning the beginnings of manufacturing and they can go out to Asnuntuck and they can apply it in a real college setting. So I think all of these really good partnerships and experiences help them not just be college ready, help them be career ready.
0: No, I, th- I think, I mean, if, you know, the list just goes on and on of the innovative things you guys are doing with your students. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, we've talked, so I was part of the pathways industry advisory board uh, previously, and I, I, I changed roles um, and, and stepped down from that position last year, but I, I actually was so inspired by what you guys did there. I started an industry advisory board in South Windsor That's great. Um, with, to, to benefit the South Windsor school system. And, and, you know, we've only been in it for two years and we don't do as much as you guys do, but we've already seen a, a huge impact. So I think the model you guys have works and, you know, I think having the professionals volunteer their time to help the school, I, th- I think it really does benefit, the students, the faculty, and the professionals are doing the volunteering. So Definitely. I think it's worked really well. I want I wanted to take it in a little bit different direction. I want to ask you about kit, getting kids interested in STEM and, you know, whether it be tech jobs or advanced manufacturing jobs. You know, you mentioned many of the students, you recruit them to come to your high school. How So other than the students that come from Patances, which are already in a, a STEM middle school, how do you feel that the Connecticut school system is doing kind of explaining and teaching students about all the opportunities that are STEM related, uh, you know, from a career perspective, can we do more? Should we be doing, should we be starting at a younger age? I want to hear your, your opinion on that. Uh, as someone who really lives this every day.
1: Right. I, I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot out there, you know, I, I go on LinkedIn, I go on Facebook. I see a lot of really good programs and companies that are trying out, you know, to promote STEM. You know, there's girls for technology. There's, um, you know, random hacks of kindness. There's all sorts of organizations that are trying to you know, do the same thing, like kind of infuse, you know, STEM and particularly get girls involved in STEM. I, I, you know, one of the things I think is how do we get, how do we get that stuff out there to the students, you know, so that they, that they participate in it. You know, we, Can offer even at our school, we often we can offer a lot of programs, but filling those spots up with students is always a challenge, and definitely from as young of an age, you know, as as early as really, you know, first, second, third grade, you know, to get them interested. You you know now there's all sorts of toys on the market. You know, I have a four and two year old, so I see all the different coding caterpillars and all the different toys that are out there to try to get kids interested in STEM. You know, and I think just think the exposure. Taking, them, taking kids to different places, bringing them to the science center, bringing them to, um, you know, robotics competitions, getting them involved in the Lego League, you know, FIRST Robotics, you know, are all really good programs to help build an avenue towards, you know, a career in STEM. And I don't think there's really a shortage of these programs. I just think, you know, again, accessibility or getting it in the hands of students, you know, is always, you know, is always a challenge.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I've have had the opportunity to meet quite a few people that run some of the programs you, you mentioned, and I think it's fantastic. And one of the missions of my Innovate Connecticut initiative is exactly that—to try to sh- share these great programs and activities and events that people are doing with the broader community across Connecticut, so people are aware of it. So uh, I think I think that's, I think that's a great point. So I'll I'll end with. Um, what just a, f- a final question about you know a, a, about your schools, right? So it's again, I think what you guys do is fantastic. Uh, in my opinion, you're really one of the leading schools in high schools in Connecticut around the innovation you guys do, the career readiness, the um, working with outside private companies. I, I mean, it's it's amazing the amount of things you guys do. What advice do you have for people listening that might be a parent? In, in a, of a in a, you know in a school district that doesn't do these things or an educator in a school district that doesn't do these things, what's some advice you would have for them to try to start doing some of these things? They obviously can't do everything you're going to do at Pathways right away, but where
1: would you start if you could give that advice? I think it's great. like, And I think you've done it now, you know, yourself, too. I think you you bring people together with these kind of similar interests and say, you know, this is, you know, we have a need for how do we develop our students, you know, for the workforce? How do we develop them for post-college experiences? You know, bringing those people together at the table and saying, how can we give more? How can we give our students more of these relevant experiences, you know, and and. And, you know, is it starting with a career fair? Is it starting with a shadow day? Is it starting with, you know, getting them out on an in, onto an internship? I think the more you bring people together um, with that common goal, I, and again, I'm, I'm certainly a believer of the of all the knowledge is kind of in the room, you know, with the table of people to say, how, you know, how do we do this? Um, you know, how do we, because it's going to be local to everyone's individual community too, you know, and, and since communities around Connecticut are so different in different areas, there's different access to resources and different companies that are, that are right next door. You know, how do we leverage that? Um, you know, is, is really the big question. And we were across from Pratt and Whitney, you know, for years, you know, and, and finally last year, we were able to get, you know, an internship at Pratt and Whitney, but, you know, it took, uh, it took a little bit of time in order to kind of build, build those relationships. So I think getting the people together, building the relationships, doing the outreach, seeing who knows who, you know, who can come to the table, you know, and coming up with that that plan, um, however small, because it certainly can, you know, lead into many large things as as it takes uh, as it takes time to develop.
0: All right. Well, again, time to talk. I think this was very enlightening to everyone out there who wasn't aware of what a NAV academy was, what the magnet school system was and all the great things you are doing at Pathways. So, again, thank you. And uh, hopefully, we connect again soon. If you would like to get involved with Innovate CT, please visit our website at www.innovatect.org. There, you can find links to our social media. We currently are active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.